What's up, everyone? And welcome down to another special COVID pandemic episode of Zetro's Toxic Vault. And like recently, we've had some really killer guests. We got another one with us right now. Like Phil Demmel's my brother, this one's probably just as much of my brother as Mr. Phil Demmel. You've known him for the last 34 years. Uh, I think one year it was legacy, but for the rest of the time, it was testament. And I am talking about from the man, Mr. Chuck Billy. What's up, Charlie? Down is that? Look, we're doing that. We're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Being proactive. Being so proactive we about We can't that. scoot the set apart, so no, we're, see, we're I couldn't do that. Mask, so, you know? so that's why I'll be constantly. I'm not used to this thing, so I'm totally fucking with it. But I did have mine all custom. See how custom mine is? And shit like that. <laughs> so I've been seeing you a while. How's everything going? Everything's going good, you know. Just uh, bored, like everybody, I'm sure. Um, haven't left the house very much over the last couple months but as far as me and my health you know i'd say over the last three four weeks i've really felt like myself that covid just like drained me just drained me like when i felt started feeling better you know i wanted to start working out and moving around and i just couldn't get it going and just you know just my hair was dried up my skin was dry just it depleted me and yeah. it really felt like a struggle getting back but now i think we feel great now. I mean, it's just... Uh, now, when did you think it hit you hardest? Because I seen you in Brussels, and it di you didn't seem like no. you were... You raged that night. You no, guys no. were on fire. We were just think it would have been a week later. The tour would have been dead. That's what we said, you know, or if we'd all got stuck in Europe <laughs> in, a, well, in plus, a hotel room for a month. Will had to go on a, into, into the hospital. Will probably, you know, would have been in bad shape if he would have had to just if we would have got stuck there. So yeah. it was really good that we did. So... When did you feel it when you uh, came? I, well, we got home on the 12th that afternoon about 5. And uh, the next day, you know, I was feeling fine. So I, I went out, golfed, I exercised. I went and did my normal thing, went shopping. Tiff started, she was tired, but we thought it was jet lag, tour lag, you know, just did five weeks, you know, after right. we were burnt out. Well, we just, were moving too. We just want to sit weeks. and rest and do nothing. So she was doing that and. We thought maybe she's just tired, but then Saturday I woke up and I'm like, wow, I just couldn't stay awake. I just felt like a ton of bricks hit me. And for over the next week, I just did a lot of sleep and a lot of just, just couldn't move. I mean, so bad. Me and Tip were sitting there. The dog threw up on the living room and we were just both watched it for like about three days. Like, you gonna get that? No, you gonna get that? Oh no. my! No, I ain't got not the energy. Not your wife, not people. Yeah, like that. We, we had no energy. Oh we were just, my! So it was pretty. We were wiped out. You know, put it that way, and just kind of like everybody else, so went into self quarantine. Um, when we got home, we did talk because we were watching the news and we seen all the commotion. We're like, you know what? Let's be proactive. Let's call our doctor and find out where we can go test. And this was before we even felt sick, you know, and then, and she says, okay. And so Saturday, once she started feeling weird, she called and, uh, they first said, no, you can't test because you don't have the symptoms. And we we're telling them, well, here's what we did, you know, with all these people and all these countries, you know, there's a good possibility. And, and all this group of majority of us have some same symptoms and still it was tough to get a test. Right, at, you that know, point, at, that point. Yeah, at that so, point, it was. At that point. And then so I started feeling sick two days later. We called back and said, look, we're both sick. We had the symptoms then. And so then we went uh, over to Pleasanton, drove up to the back lot. It's real private, nobody there, security guard out front. Open, takes your name, opens the gate. You park, you 
pull your car into a tent. They close it up, roll your windows down, and they come up. It looks like, you know, they're in a nuclear suit, you know. No way. Coming at you, you know, and make sure it's you. And, and they got your name on all the stuff ready to go. And they, there's a Q-tip about this big. They swab the back of your throat. You almost throw up. And then they use that same swab and... I swear, touch the top of your skull because it just... That's what I heard. I heard that was painful. That's the worst part. And it just scraped. And it's just like... I think the next week, me and Tiff were sneezing and our nose was just like, man, that that thing is just... From the swab. From the swab. And, uh, you know, we're... But, but, and then we had to wait eight days. And by the eighth day, we're starting to feel better. You know, and we didn't get any medication or any of that kind of stuff. We just kind of wrote it out and just, you know, just... Did our thing, you know? Now, KY was sick first on your bus. Did he ever come positive with a check? Because, well, and Kevin Young, he's one of, uh, actually works for Eric. He's Eric's tech. He worked for Exodus. He's worked for Day. He worked for all three bands. Well, Kevin got sick on tour, but I don't, I think it was just maybe the flu or something. I know Jeff Bruce came out. He had strep throat the first day or two. And that was it. And those, I know Jeff tested and he was negative when he got back. Um, But Kevin was one who called us and Tiffany, because Tiffany started calling around to find out with the crew, if there anybody in the other bands, everybody has She called symptoms. me one day. She hit me up, says, everybody okay over there? I said, I am. I mean, I feel great. Yeah, and then Kevin called back, says, no, oh, man, I'm, I think I've got it. And so, yeah, it, you know, it was a little bit of, you know, it was a little bit of scare, I think, you know, because of the breathing thing. You know, you didn't, so new, no information, you know, and... And you know, it seems like it's two months later, and they lo- they know so much more about it now, and know. Well, yeah, I mean, all the way to the point, I had like some lesions on my feet, like little, like look like uh, marks, and I was tips like, "What is that? Let's take a picture, and send it to your doctor. It could be melanoma or something." And so we're freaking out. I'm sending it to the doctor, and then three weeks later, we see on the news if you're Italy, Spain, and these places, lesions on the feet. And we're like. Pfft. You know, and then that now they're gone. But you know, it's just all these little things. We're just, you know, it was just popping up. Okay, so a lot of people you know? have asked me, you know, where we think it, where I would have thought it started, and, and this is my take, and it's just my opinion on it. Remember when we left Zurich, we went straight to Spain because we didn't play Milan yeah, because Barcelona, Milan we had the day off there. W- Milan was, you know, considered yeah. high area, but we didn't know that Spain was already too and England and France for that matter. They were already infected, but not widespreadly known. I'm thinking probably with that day off, we're all hanging out and eating, eating the seafood and everybody. So I was, if I was to, cause it was kind of towards the end a little bit. It was in the last week and a half. Cause then we went to France and England after that. And by then everybody was probably, already but it had been incubated into it i would it, say it's so hard to say because like for our camp me alex eric uh gene steve and tiff sleep in the same bunk alley the back is all crew they have their own quarters gene alex and eric didn't get sick but those three didn't travel with all the rest of us home so I'm thinking maybe at the airport because we were the ones at the airport and they all left and took oh. off and stayed at hotels and went somewhere else. They didn't go to that airport that morning. And those guys didn't get sick. And they were in our bunk alley. And I'm like, they had to get sick if we all got sick, if we were sick at that point right. on tour. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's at the airport. It was just so many people and just, 
I mean, if any place is to catch it, the airport right there is breeding ground from people coming from all over. Sure. I'm thinking it's got to be. And then maybe just the big plane ride home. Who knows on that plane? You know, that. God, I was talking. Knows? I was talking to, we were, you watched Dr. Sleep. I was talking to Will like two feet away. Did, on It was just, and I think the only ones who got sick on ours was Gary was the only one who came out positive on our bus. Yeah. And so that would have been you and Tiff and who else was positive on the Carlos. Test bus. Carlos came Stevie tested. D. Stevie D. Stevie D and 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 uh but Jeff KY. wasn't. Jeff wasn't. And KY wasn't or he did KY get, is, yeah. Him so and his girl. Five of you then. Yeah, him and his girl got she tested positive too. Oh my. Yeah. And then on the the Death Angel bus it was Will I think Rob, Rob got sick. Rob did get it then. I wasn't sure yeah. if Rob got it. Oh, my. And because Aaron, their tour manager, was sick for a little while the last week, yeah. and we don't know if that might have... Who knows? You know what I mean? I think I think at that point, people's bodies act different to it. Some people's meanings are a little stronger. or some Like, I didn't get the fever, so I don't know why I didn't get that symptom. You were just tired. I was just tired. I just couldn't sleep. I mean, sleep, 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 sleep. No you know? shit. And I just tell Tiff, God, I've never felt this bad. I've never been sick this long ever in my life. Like lethargic. Just, you couldn't just even get up to... For two weeks. Like that. What was your appetite like? Um... We had an appetite, but it, there was not really a flavor. But I'd have to say, you know how it is. We were in Europe for five weeks eating European food. There ain't no flavor. You get back to America, we're like, you know, you're you're having, we're like eating great. You know, we're at home, we're relaxing, and uh, the appetite wasn't a problem. I think, Holy um, shit. you know, Tiff, she just made sure we we're eating because we had to make sure we were going to eat. Right. Because right, you know, we, we or we'd have just sat there, and just drank water on the couch, and just felt terrible but, but everybody's uh, how's everybody now everybody's good stevie d carlos everybody's good everybody's good stevie d he had the fever and he had it for like a fever for like two weeks you know he he had it and the doctor he told him and the doctor wouldn't test him or give him any medicine so then finally he calls back two weeks later I, i'm still got a fever so they come on in tested him of course yep positive you know damn and so yeah it's uh but you know everybody's over it i think Thank God everybody's, you know, strong enough to battle with it. It looks like it's flattening it. out right now. It looks like it's in the weather's getting hot from what I've read in the papers and on the disease itself is it, it doesn't like the heat. So hopefully this kind of ends up like, say, you know, the flu does in the summertime. Who gets sick of the flu in the summer? It, they don't, you know. So hopefully this plus, um, you know, some type of vaccine, something like that can you know subside this so i mean i think all of you people can go back to concerts and we can go back to playing them again <laughs> yeah yeah it's going to be a challenge and i think it's going to be a challenge getting back to work just for everybody from the artists to the fans to the promoters just all the way everybody involved is gonna it's not gonna be the same again i you know it's, it's not it, it's not it's gonna have to start i mean unfortunately like for us we'll probably be back to like okay just come in and just not spend a bunch of money on production and all this stuff. It's going to come back to like, we got to watch the pennies and backdrop. backdrop, and, backdrop. You know, you know, let's test the waters, Marshalls, you know test I mean? the waters ourselves, you know, it's till things get back to, I think everybody's going to have you know? to do that because everybody, and I think the influx of bands that are going to want to go on tour, you know, that are going to need to go on tour, you know, usually 
touring is in waves and you'll see certain bands, I think everybody's going to make a jump for it too. They have to. Nobody's worked, so there's going to be all everybody <coughs> yelling at their agents. Why ain't I working? Exactly. Why aren't you booking? Her? Where's the tour? You it know, is the rush out. And and it may have to go, like you know, we package this really well. We may have to, you may have to go to that for pe to draw the people to, the concerts. Is like bands are not going to be able. They're going to have to really package it well. You know. Yeah, and you know, I think I liked I seen. I think it was Disturbed Tour. They had a promotion going where if you bought a ticket, you could see their concert, another concert, another concert within the summer series or something. Uh -huh. Things like that would be cool. It'd make certain show sure. packages inviting for more fans to go, shit, more bang for more music from yeah, right. above. You know? But that's it. Everybody's going to have to take a step back as, as, as far as the economy and all the people that work and are out of work and can't afford these luxuries. We're going to have to be the ones that are also going to have to take the step back as well and take the pay cuts and, and and go with the flow and and the less production so that people still get that with us being able to let them afford being able to come to these things you know i mean all the way down the line from who knows the local promoters are going to skimp on security we're going to skimp on catering he's going to skimp on well, you know everything you know what i mean because they're not going to want to put out the money there they're not want to take the chance. They're not guaranteed it like they were before. But I think as, um, especially you know, since I've seen on, on my social media and obviously through the shows and the comments, people are very excited about getting back to normal again. And so I think we might take for granted that, well, they're not going to come back. But I think they are like us and you guys, man. I think that, you know, once this thing, and I think it's probably going to be a year before we see that again to where we're going to be able to be able to go back to concerts and people are going to have those large crowds because obviously we're pure proof. Yeah. Three bands just went on tour in the swim of it and just came off completely sick, you know? Yeah. So I'm sure other bands have looked at our situation that we were in and said, wow, look at this whole thing, you know? It was actually on Associated Press News yesterday I saw on my feed. It said, Dad, a thing about Will and how this whole tour and how, you know, members from each band got sick and you know so i think people are going to be very leery of that again you know they're going to put one ear out you know it's good effects ever look at the meet and greets how are you going to do those are you, are you exactly. going to even do those kind of but things think about it chuck we were we you were know? high-fiving with the fans we're taking pictures every night on this whole tour in these highly infected areas you know so oh, yeah. that's why i was like i didn't come off it feeling sick i was like i i must be you know the, 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 but then again, you could be the asymptomatic. I think, you know, once, because they're making so much fast progress. At first, we heard 18 months before, you know. Right. We say, but I see them now coming up with fast results. But what I like is the antibody test where you can test to know if you had it before, which, and now if they figured out you can't get it again, wouldn't you be feel good to know that you're going out there that, okay, I've had it before and I'm now I'm not ill. I was right. asymptomatic. I didn't know it. Oh, I feel good. I feel a little safer, especially to communicate to people that I did have it. Now I'm better. So my chances of spreading it or getting it are sure. smaller for the public too. I think, you know, as me on stage looking out going, man, this is packed out a bunch of sick people or a bunch of people that are know their, where they stand. Right. They know. Yeah. Like, you, have you know, like a the guys the guys that never that got doesn't. it they might be the ones that go i'm not going to the concert because i don't know right. i haven't got sick yet right you know what i right. mean so those are the guys that might be the ones that have to be a little more cautious the people that have beat it are the ones that are going man i don't want to wear this man i don't want to you know 
I get it, but it's better to know, isn't it, than sure. to not know that you can get sick. Yeah, no, I think in, in a year's time, like you said, we'll know much more and those people will know, you know what I mean? And, and you'll be able to go to the doctor and say, well, you had it, but you can't get it, you know? My doctor, I called him, I, and I have Kaiser, and, and he was like, do you feel sick? Any symptoms? He's all, don't come in yet. He's all, when you start to feel it coming, I'm all, what if I carry it? He's all, well, just stay stay away from people. That's and it. That's, that's all you can do. And once so you clear the 14 so that's, that's days and you, you get through it, you got through it, you know? So let's get into the tour, man. We, we, we've been talking COVID, which is very important to everybody yeah. right now. But let's talk about how much fun we had oh, man. on this. And what a way to, what a way to do this. And I, I, I guess I have to give you credit for the brainchild because you came up with this right but this was like you know well, i, I mean, think we all did we all talked about this for many years mm -hmm. and um we've all but you were very together. serious about pulling the trigger well yeah i mean at this time i thought it was for the time like you said packaging i learned that through our agent scott packaging is very important so packaging is the key the key to it all and there was some ideas at the beginning for that package that had some east coast bands and i was like well hold on well, can't we just keep it Bay Area? Why, I'd rather promote and go Bay Area and keep it that. And that's what kind of started. You like, know, I actually you know. was aware of the other East Coast bands that were up for this, but it did so well with just, you know, I mean, it was it was so much fun aside from Exodus being strip searched in Sweden. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, and uh, that's Boats sort of, almost being capsized. Well, <laughs> the very next night we were on the Poseidon Adventure, but... Yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, which is great because these are the things that you want to talk about and that are, that are, I mean, we lived through it so we can laugh at it now, but I got in an airplane with Testament when we got into Finland back to, I didn't get back on that ferry again. I was a little, yeah. it was like, cost me like $25 and some miles or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm gone. Yeah. I'll be in Hamburg for a whole fucking day. You know, we yeah. were there for a day. Yeah. So yeah, that was great. Hung out with our friend Dominic. Dominic, yeah, yeah Dominic good. from Hamburg. Good guy. Drank some good vodka with him. Me and Bopper hanging out. Went out to dinner with him and Eric. I, I was like, it was funny. It was we had some good time. I think with everybody, and we were talking about that before. How um, fucking strap. Uh, my ears are. I got these little ears. Man, nothing, I get nothing <laughs> behind them. Um, we were talking about that. How you know most bands they'll go on tour and they'll um, they'll be like um, you know not friends with. They'll know the other guys that they're out with, but not buddies like we were. Every night it's like. You could see one of us on one of your buses, or one of us are in your dressing room or in our dress. You know, I mean, you see guys that you tour with, and you, hey, what's up, guys? When you see them, that you, this oh, yeah. was like, yo, you'd see, you know, this set of guys having dinners with this set of guys, and you know, and everybody got along together, and that's what five weeks is a long time to be on tour, but it made it that much better because we had so much fun and, every and night. There was not one bit of anything attitudes egos nothing nothing on there everything we just all just made it work we made it happen we promoted we took something from the bear we all are proud of and all worked as one team and fucking conquered man i think it was a really great tour it's very successful you know um i'm pumped up i mean as you can see the old school fans that like that old school package they're still alive and kicking we're sold out loving it how many you know? shows are sold out? More than there weren't, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd say two-thirds of the shows were sold out. Yeah, and all the rest of ones were very close. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. They were <laughs> so I think the fans got a really good look because they love uh, they love Death Angel, Exodus, and Testament anyway. And they will go. most of the people will go see us when we all are on our own. 
But man, to be able to go to the sh- it was it was special. Well, for you them. know, the beauty of this tour was is the fans were there at the beginning. They wanted to see all three bands. Sorry, and you know, it wasn't just a tour. It was a special event. Yes, it was an event. You know what it I mean? Was. So nobody wanted to miss anything, and that's what was great about it. And you know, every single band I heard the crowd roared for everybody, and that was killer. That was so great. It's like we all went out and threw our did our thing and. They loved it. It was. I think those guys are going to talk about that tour for a long time because it was very special. And it was great that we started in Europe. And I mean, I know the rest of the world gets all, especially America, because we're from the United States, gets all butthurt. But this is where it really thrives for us is over there. And, and I think that to really test the waters was to go to Europe and see how Europe did. And it went over great. And um, we might have brought this here. We would. Yeah. We, well, you know, I think we should bring it here. Well, we but, should bring it here, but uh, uh, COVID took that down. But you know, there was talks about that, yeah. right? Yeah, and, but hopefully, uh, you know, during this downtime, Exodus completes a record, and uh, <laughs> I'm sure we will. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, sure you will. I'm sure we will. <laughs> and uh, 2021. I mean, I don't see why we wouldn't. I mean, look how great this tour happened. I mean. If anything, I'm sure Europe wants it again too. I'm sure they do, but <laughs> we know, know it's it's. A, but we are going to be dead for the rest of the year then, because you were just saying something before off camera. Well, that uh, that the Live Nation and AEG, they're all they're cutting their shows for the rest of the yeah, year. They're not booking anything. They're, they're just kind of anything. Done. But I did see in the paper today, Bottle Rocket moved from this weekend, which is that thing in Napa with like major major A list. They, they never have metal bands because they only have major people on there and they're going to move it to october well it'll be interesting because if they still want to kiss social distancing how will they do that at that so until social distancing is kind of not an issue or kind of not there how are you going to do that you know i don't know i mean now you guys were on for i don't every- know any other concerts i mean that's happening and i've heard you were on for show. everything in europe right and that is completely off now right yeah yeah every festival that you were booked on Every festival is pretty much done in Europe, yeah. Um, and we had a second leg, you know, I'm sure we could say everything out, but there was a second leg. Bass Strikes Back was going to Europe. That's We're going to go hit some places that we didn't get to yeah. this time, man. Some places to return to. Yeah, so, you know, let's see what happens. we have to push it to the next year. Next I year. Think, I don't think that time is going to dissipate the tour any. I think people will still... If we did it in two years from now, they'd still be coming back. Well, the day. problem is it's going to be the traffic. Yeah. There's going to be so many people that aren't out now that are dying to get back to work and yelling at their agents. Everybody's exactly. Agents are going to be, they're going to need assistance. There's going to be so much money for people to spend out there. Everybody's going to be eager to go. But like you said earlier, you got to put a killer package to get people. Everybody's going to have to feel like they're getting their money's worth. You know, basically you're going to have to take a, a, a festival on tour with you to draw people. You're going to have to take, Four, five bands, quality bands. You know what I mean? That no, no real fillers or no new bands that nobody heard of, and we're giving them a shot. It's going to have to be to try to grab the money, like you said, to well, get the We'll see how it goes because I mean, there's going to be a lot of bands too that are probably maybe a little gun shy to go. Well, let's not book it until let's let the other bands go out there and test it. Let them book their tours. And let's see how they do first. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's. I might, we, I'd say people, more of the bands that are on our level, they're going to have to work. You know damn well they're going to have to work. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's going to be part of it. Um, everybody who came out on the tour 
we want to personally thank you guys, man. Europe, it was it was so much fun and exciting every single night to walk out on stage and see families together, Chuck. I mean, I I, I see so many different families, you know, um, guys bringing their sons, you know, um, um, mothers bringing heavy metal moms bringing their kids and their husbands to the show. I mean, it's, yeah, I notice that everywhere, you know, it, it's like we've been around so long, we've turned into a family affair yep. for thrash metal oh, uh, yeah. fans of our age. So I, I, I see that uh, it was so much fun. This was, I have to say, since I've been back in Exodus, this was the funnest tour that I've done out of everything. And we played probably close to 500 shows since I've been back. And these, this, we had a blast. It was every, good. We, we had good weather. Night. You know, weather wasn't bad. I mean, the venues were great. Everybody showed. The, I mean, it was just there wasn't anything bad we experienced. I don't think on on this run, besides the this you know ship. the ship and you know <laughs> and the COVID. But <laughs> besides that, man, the we, Swedish we, border, we, but we we're right in front of all of that. Just kind of, it was almost like destined because it could have got shut down pretty early before it started right you know and we're lucky if they had the, the information timing. that they had now that would have never happened yeah the timing i mean we we made it through the tour up to that was that last date of cancellation so we we were probably the last metal tour across europe we were definitely you know? i think overkill wasn't overkill doing something too and I'm then not they, sure if they were there they were i don't know if they were there and then they had just come home too but people i know were, lamb of god were on their way there yeah and we left everybody and, yeah know, and, yeah that was a big tour they didn't go yeah you guys were gonna go to australia then you weren't gonna go to australia then you then weren't you gonna back gonna, to australia and then it gets canceled then it gets canceled so yeah. it's like <laughs> nobody knew what was going yeah. on nobody was knew, knew what was going to happen there yeah and you know looking at it now we're trying to like make it the take the best of it like we got to go there you know we didn't really realize you know the severity of shutting down the music industry for this long you know we mm -hmm. thought we thought okay it'll be blow three weeks summer's in a month. gonna be here it's gonna be yeah. hot it's all gonna go away uh-uh no sports <laughs> there hasn't even baseball i got season tickets for the a's I, mean, I can't even go to a baseball game it's like i mean this thing hit the world the world was not expecting this no. by any which means and we weren't prepared i don't know we were so i think we're still not prepared that well yeah and i think that th if anything this can really open the eyes of our government and our people that are involved with these sort of things that they need to be maybe a little bit proactive on certain things. You know what I mean? Be there before. Because, I mean, this can happen to anything. This yeah. can happen to anybody. And anytime again. could be something else. I mean, SARS came out. It wasn't as as severe, you know. And, 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 and Ebola wasn't as severe. Yeah. This just took everybody. I mean, it, and it, it, this one, it didn't discriminate by no. any means. No, I mean, even now they're finding infants and animals. And I mean, it's just, you know. Yeah, first they said the young wouldn't be getting it. No. Now everybody's and now getting it. Now they're getting weird little skin rashes and stuff. and Unbelievable. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? But it's another thing I think we'll get through. You know, I think, uh, like you said, we all have to kind of do a part in this because we don't know what's happening. We know, we, you don't know who's sick and who's not. It's, it's the it's the weird thing right right you know That's it's almost the like the body snatchers exactly who, who is are you real or no, are you fake they, you know? they, they live you, are you who real they, live? they don't they don't know <laughs> yeah they, you don't know but you got to look at a certain right day. i mean come on you don't know who's <laughs> who's a sick one and wow. who isn't wow <laughs>
but I've been burning a lot of weed since uh, oh, this God. day. You can call I'm, me Cal Far. I'm, you know. I, I'm an ounce a week, right? I'm, I'm better. I'm ounce every six days. I'm probably four to five days. Damn, it's Charlie. Like, I'm telling you. You're not a, you don't even burn it like I do usually. Do not you? A, well, on tour, I don't. But when I get home, I was like, I said, even when I was sick, I was out there smoking. <laughs> Try, you know, Try just, to hit it, right? You I know. Bet, and, I bet but, Charlie uh, was all over you for that, huh? But once I started getting back in the kick, man, four or five, now it's just like, man. Man, I love yeah, weed. Yeah, I love weed. We love weed. We love weed. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and my, my buddy over at Sour knew I was sick, and he sent me a couple of new glass pieces. And Oh, cool. So, yeah. It's all good. Good. Yeah. Right on. Well, we're here because I wanted to. There's so much for us to talk about. We could go Rampage. We could go old Dublin Days. But today, we wanted to stay with the tour about, obviously, you know, Chuck getting sick and making sure that's all right. And, obviously, this thing. This amazing album that just came out that I have I have a song on. I wrote a song on this one. Oh, that's that's the New Testament norm, right? Yeah. That took us to write a song on the record. Well, we could write more. Well, we have time, don't we? <laughs> we have time. Uh, and um, are you going to do that by Jim? I mean, if you're off for the next year, what do you? Well, we're not writing a record, but I won't release what we're doing. But we are going to write some stuff. That's smart. Um, just to do something, not a record, but maybe something just to have some singles. I was thinking you know? next year at this time is going to be an influx of so many artists because they've had nothing to do but sit home for three months. And oh, there'll be a lot of music. That's what I'm saying. There'll be a lot of music coming oh, next yeah. year. But um, obviously you had no clue that this was going to come down. So the release of Titans was just one of the last Amazon releases, right? Um, I don't know. But I mean, as far as... You know, having, you know, because we were approached to say, do you guys want to postpone it, the record? But we already had you the had campaign did, started January 31st. We and you had postponed it. it, didn't you, prior? We, was uh, it? Well, it wasn't postponed. It's the label didn't have a position for us to release in January like uh -huh. we'd like to. So we took the April spot. So, you know. I To be honest, I think that that worked in your favor because there's nothing going on right now at least people had new music to pull from is it working that way for well, you is it's the album interesting is it i've been watching the sales and of course people can't couldn't go to the store the first week sales horrible physicals physicals but our streams and all were like 450 percent or something stupid you know and now that it's loosened up i see physicals picking up every week selling more and more every week which is great but we didn't want to postpone releasing it because the campaign started and we figured people are at home. They got time in their hands. So why don't give them something new to listen to? And I agree. Yeah, the sales, big deal. Yeah, it's great to have numbers and chart positions. But at the end of the day, I love this record. I think people are going to listen and dig it and get it. That's the end of the day. It's going to sell. Very strong album. So, you know. Strong record, Charlie. You know, I'm not tripping on it. No, exactly. And I think metal fans in general don't normally do that anyway they don't care you know if it's their if they love the band and they love their artists and it's good they'll support it and but so most artists and labels like your, your first week's numbers and charts and all that are you know especially that's, in that's metal the because they buy right but i mean and and did you did you know going into that 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 might be the case of oh it? yeah I mean, we knew yeah. because of where we're at right. people couldn't go buy it in the stores and i'm sure the orders haven't hit and fulfilled stores just because everything happened and no one's working it was a bad time, but we knew people can order it digitally and 
and mail order and that's those how i listen fine. to it i have itunes music that's how i've listened to well, it for all the, last the vinyls week. they do they they put out an extra amount of vinyls on this record and they all sold out really quick they're already going into second production you know of these things people want records again yeah people it's, it's want amazing, records you know? i love them i'm glad that the world has gone back to the lp there was so many years there that cd and then digital and then much i don't mind digital i mean it, it's convenient i'll say that it's convenient well, the sad thing is, is when we worked in the 80s, if you remember, that when we made records, you would do a test print in the studio, go play it and go, nah, to bring up the kicks, press it again, not right, right. Oh, not right, right. Yet. press it again. Right. That's how you made records sound good. Today, someone's just going to take your CD mix, okay, send it to the plant and put it on vinyl. It's exactly. not really created to have that warmth. It's not mixed for the record uh -huh. production. It's mixed for a CD digital quality. Sure. So I think that's what's kind of lax in today's people when they make records off today's music, unless you're burning it and making the mix for that vinyl. Because if you, I notice when I listen to vinyl, like old Pink Floyd or any of that, just the warmth of it, yeah. big and warm. Big presence. New records aren't big and warm like that. Yeah, no yeah. More. Old Led Zeppelin records have that just big, big and warm yeah, and big just, presence. you know. I still like it though. I love listening to the albums. I love. The whole packaging i mean you can see everything you know it's bigger you open it up the, the, you know it's not like uh, this is like i need glasses to look at this you know what i it's mean it's a little and, work and the last couple of days i was home office sitting there and i just played vinyls all day go down there pick one i ain't heard this in a while i'll right. it every 30 minutes gotta get up go flip the yeah, record and, you know i was like oh yeah. shit, that's right <laughs> the old man used to have you this know? thing when he had stacked records oh on yeah it, i remember that and it used to drop down yeah. and come and play and then the next that's right they don't after, do that no more after about four hours he'd come around turn all the records over and then they you know. that's right but that's the old ones that had the long had the stem, long stem, and, stem the and the arm and that I, held the magnet yeah, my old man had willie and you know in the garage he'd be working on his bikes and he'd have stacks like this and then one Arm would come over, arm would drop, arm would come over. I remember those, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that, was the, that was the quick <laughs> way. This quick way. So let's get into this. Um, it was, wasn't was too long ago. April you guys, 3rd, man, it came out. But it wasn't too long ago that you did another album. I mean, uh, Brotherhood of Snake came out in 2016. Uh, six, uh, 16. 16, late 2016, right? Yeah, because uh, we, this should have came out sooner, but the Slayer Farewell thing kind of took our time you yes know? i know so <laughs> yes, you know I that know. feeling yes i know so you know we were going to be in the studio we were ready to go uh start working on the record and then that tour came up so that took that year out of play so we'd have had it sooner you know but i guess at the end it was better that we didn't rush it and took our time and i think you know, because the Brotherhood was tough for me and Eric to write and just get finished and get together and complete a song. Where this one, finishing that Slayer tour, I don't know if it was just being on that tour and hanging out with the guys and just the attitude and everything. He came off of that tour ready to write, you know, and ready to go in and buckle down. And he really came with a big variety of music. It wasn't the, wasn't the same and repetitive. It's, a lot of the songs are really have their own identities. And uh, for me, it kind of threw me off because vocally i felt like i was and if these aren't comfortable when i'm listening to them like i couldn't hear them see me singing them and it threw me off and it made me out of my comfort zone but i didn't do my typical thing with eric and go dude change that riff verse riff to this which in the past i do just to make it easier for me uh -huh. 
this time I didn't do that. I just took it, absorbed it, and kind of worked my way through it. And because of that, it just made the songs for me vocally a little more special and dynamic. Um, you know, because I could have very easily went for a fast-paced song to a typical, okay, ready? Da-da-da-da-da-da. Right. You know, but I didn't want to try to, want to try to... Be clever. Clever right and melodic clever. and write clever and, and be do things on it and, and a lot of that we did you know i mean you know how we write when we sure we'll find something clever hook and go oh well, dude let's, let's go with, let's that, go with yeah. that right there and then you know sure now um you and did people don't even know like the song right. we wrote got got axed got axed and that song's killer we should probably i should probably <laughs> go sing it just to have it be against the music because it's you know yeah but the chorus on that was those killer but then al had something alex had something different well, his song symptoms you know he but wrote, it was actually it came out really good though i liked what oh, he it did, did he it. heard it totally different we just heard it a different right. way well that's uh, you obviously, know that's, we we heard it i don't know i mean i hear his as a timing thing which we weren't really doing we're just going to the beat and groove into it yeah, you know it's groove exactly and so it's, it, it's totally different and, it's like on every record i write lyrics for testament and some of the stuff doesn't necessarily i mean i write it but he they don't always use it all which um i think I, we had like three or four on this one and false prophets was actually the false only prophets, one that you guys yeah. use but it's to me it's just fun to see the ideas i can come up with to that type of stuff and then to listen to what actually it comes down to now you worked with Juan on this right you worked with Juan or tiago when you did the vocals um again yeah juan's been recording all our records for and, a and, while. and 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 um you know Juan is a good vocal guy i think and 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 um i like working with him i i haven't done an exodus project with him necessarily but he did the hatred records and and if i have something to do here like the creature feature theme song he did and um talk about working with juan because juan brings a lot out in you chuck and i think he brings out in me too and he's got some good ideas talk about well, he doesn't that. hold back put it that way juan's not the producer just shuts up and pushes the button no he does he's gotta true. say something take you know go take a hit off the weed come back yeah, hey, I try this, you know he's he's always right in there and i think that's why we gave him co-producing credits this time oh you did good yeah because every song every, especially vocally i don't know how working with eric but vocally he'd We'd come to something and he'd say, oh, uh, I don't like that word. Let's try this word, you know, and we'd try that or, you know, I can't really find the timing. And then we'd work it out. And, you know, so he'd really threw his two cents in all the time. And it wasn't always right, but it was always something for me to go, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, and then, food for and then thought I, is then great. Then I'd find something. Go, I kind of like that. Oh, okay. And then I'd work it out. So, you know, in that sense, you know, he's really, he's not shy. To, to throw his his opinion in. But I think that's good, though, because, I mean, we could be very intimidating when we go in the studio and we want something a certain way, and it's good to have a guy go, check it out. I hear what you're trying to do, but why don't you try this? You know what I mean? And and, and I like that about Juan, and I noticed your vocals on the record. There's a lot of hills and valleys on the vocals, man. Yeah. But I mean, really, really, really good stuff, because, again, I only heard what you were doing, rough stuff when we were, you right. know, putting stuff, writing it together. And I, I liked a lot of what I heard, but the final cut of it all came out really well. And I mean, I, I, I guess I, you know, give Juan, Juan, good job. I mean, it's killer. I mean, you know what you're doing in the studio, but that much helps. And, and I, you know, I, I wanted to point that out because I noticed that he's, you know, co-produced on the, on the record and I know well, he's a vocal guy. Well, so. on this one, there's about five songs that I didn't have, well, I've been like absorbing the songs, but I didn't have a solid 
vocal part yet. So those five songs is the one where Juan really kind of stepped up, him and Eric, where I just went into the room, turned on the mic and let it roll, and it was kind of first impression. Just mumbled my way through it, and it was like Dream Deceiver, um, Night of the Witch, a few of those songs, I, I those came about because I mumbled through them. And it was a gut feeling, first response, I'd mumble through it and find a word like Dream Deceiver. I'd be mumbling, uh, Dream Deceiver, and they were going, oh, yeah, oh, I like that. Hey, hold up, stop, I like that, let's do that. And so then now, okay, I got that part there. So everything was pretty organic as far as those five songs writing lyrically. And that's really where I kind of kind of try to find these weird nooks and crannies, as we call them, to work through around the songs. Hills and valleys, baby. You know? Hills and valleys. And uh, it was because I didn't just go home and write and listen. I, I went in there and we worked through it and the, worked through the mountains and what worked. And that's where Juan would go, hey, hold on, you know, stop, try this. Or, you know, what if you went up a little bit here, you know, and this and... Or he would sing, because he sings pretty good, too. Yeah, he yeah. would sing I mean, through the mic, and i go, yeah, oh, sure. what's the note? Oh, okay, that's, oh, yeah. all right, yeah, I got right. it. Uh, exactly. And he hit it, you know, so he really helped the process along, and, you know, he well-deserved co-producing credit on cool. this one. And he works well with Andy, Andy who mixes Sneep. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, they talk at the beginning, and he'll say, here's how I want this, right. the drums like this, do this, you know, he'll tell them how he likes it laid out, done. And Juan's done enough for us to work with Andy. It's routine now. Cool. We're going to take a commercial break and we'll be right back. He means a weed break. And we are back. What's up with Chuck Billy and uh, hanging out. We are talking New Testament right now. We've been talking a little bit about the pandemic and about the tour and how much fun that was. But we want to get in the meat and potatoes of this. And we were talking about, Eric, you know, you coming off the Slayer tour and... You said Eric just was had a mission, it seemed like, and to, to get this record written. Well, it, it, I think he just had a different approach. Most of the time, well, be honest, on this record, Children of the Next Level was the first song, musically, lyrically, that we finished. And I felt that could have been like right off Brotherhood. It just had that same t- musical style and lyrics about, you know, futuristic kind of alien stuff, so... It, I thought, okay, well, that's the direction we're going. And I was I was ready to go. I was happy that that was going to be. And then Eric started giving me these different moods of riffs and uh, everything. And it's like, okay, wait, this is really like different. And at first, I didn't know if it was good or bad. To, if it was like, well, wait, no, no, get back to children kind of stuff. Um, but... Yeah, because we were listening to songs that we were writing. I again, I'm list. I get to hear. And they were just little the early riffs. Testament stuff, and you were like, you weren't. There was one song which I, I don't know what it turned out to be on the record, but there was one you weren't sure of the riff, but and and then I think towards the end you were like, you you had written something for it. We were well, looking at you. What is this? There was a couple like what's that. he doing here? You know, and then, yeah, it just it it was odd for me. It wasn't Testament, I guess, because when I heard the riff. You know, it's just Eric and a guitar. But Eric is so fucking testament. How do you? It's kind of like second guessing him. Don't but there's you no think bass. There's no f- right finished drums. There's none of that. So it's so raw. I, I I couldn't see the picture like he sees it. I guess, you know, the finished sure part with everybody's parts there, and um, you know, but living with it and and working 
the right way with it because I definitely I could have screwed it up I think if I had made it boring and just went something typical without really putting the time into it I really put the time into it you know but I don't think he would have allowed that do you because he's good about that too he knows what's following the bouncing ball we always like to refer to that as is and he's good at that you know so he's he's a good lyric. yeah but he likes writer he writes great lyrics so he, but when eric writes songs though i've noticed when he translates to him to me he'll be playing them but he'll be translating to me like dragon lord where he's screeching him it's high and i'm like but that's not how i do it that's, that's mm -hmm. not the, that's not the way i'm singing so i have to interpret again what he's doing you know, because he hears it differently, and I'm like, well, wait a minute, I, I okay, I, I, I hear where you're going with that, because you know, I hear your influence. Now, when you did the vocals this time, was he there with you and Juan at any of the times, or was not it just not you? on tracking? Not on tracking. No, because uh, and again, you know, there's no demo, so he just knew I had a lot of parts, and a lot of parts that we wrote, even lyrically, right. were parts we wrote over the lead sections, which I didn't know at that time were lead sections. We always we're do just, that, We're though. just writing. We write, exactly. And at the end... Because I'd ask up. you then, where's the lead coming in? You're like, I don't know. I don't know. It could be over this part we're writing right now, so it's quite possible. But that's that's how we had to go with it with Eric, because I just had to keep it flowing and keep it moving and kind of keep, okay, that one's done. Let's keep moving on. Give me more, more, more. Because I knew the struggle from Brotherhood, what it was to get that record finished. I didn't want to repeat that. I wanted just to make the easiest route possible. Don't argue with them. Take his music. Let's just get this done. Put some time in it. You know, I know what I want to do. I know I don't want to just take the easy route out. So but, is that the formula you know, for the future stuff? Well, you know, the you thing think was... think it works great now? Why would you stray away from it? Yeah, but it could have backfired too because this this record and Brotherhood, we went into the studio without being prepared. We had a bunch of riffs, a bunch of lyrics and melodies, no finished material. And it worked out because it put our backs against the wall, really put us under the pressure. And I think we, it made us, I don't know, I guess we get a little more creative and just got a little more out of us being under pressure. And I think there was something about that that we've never, that we've always had the songs before. When you do demos, you kind of foresee what you're trying to do. And that this one was just raw. Everything was first take, let's go. That's good. And, you know, move on. And that was the beauty of this record. And at the end of the day, I think that's how all the songs really have their own identity. And we're like, wow, this really came out better than I thought. You yeah, know? Wayne and I were talking about that earlier, our producer Wayne. We were talking about the the record and he said uh it's there's a lot of different things going on there and and that's i think that's the beauty of it too because if you can accomplish accomplish that and still make it sound killer and heavy like it is, is it, that's everything right there well like the song diversity think, on it well the song i think i played you was city of angels which was a really slow repetitive sludgy song and at first i said oh, i don't want that on the record doesn't match the rest of the thrash like we were talking but at the end of the day that that song there ended up being one of the better songs because i was so against it but dell who i write with also right he said let me hear that song and i said okay he played it and he goes hmm hold on he comes back down he had the song city of angels servant of satan he had it called uh -huh. and it was already written and he goes here just try this to that so I sat down, we rolled it again, and I just 
kind of went through the song and I, I think this will work. The lyrics, the timing, I'll give it a shot. And I went home and two days later, I think I went and tracked with Juan and I didn't know how I was going to approach the song, but when it came on, I jumped in and I sang this texture of voice um, real subtle that I've never did on a record. So after 13 records is still trying something new or finding a different texture. So to me, that was like, okay, we're really stepping out of our zone and we're doing things we haven't done before, but fuck in a killer positive yeah, way, right. you know? So in that sense, it, 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 I don't know. So about the struck, just the way that it came together, the, the process and success we did last time, it really worked this time. Now talk about working with Dell because this is like the fourth record, just like myself. Longer. Dell's, like, Dell's worked with me since the ritual, I think back. Oh, way, really? Way back, yeah. And if anybody doesn't know, Dell James <laughs> is uh, worked with Guns N' Roses, yeah. writes a lot of Axel stuff. November Rain was written by Dell James. Yeah, we met when he was the chief editor at Rip Magazine. Oh, really? And Gene Ambo, they did a story and they came to Europe and traveled with us for like two weeks. And that's how we came buds, Gene uh, and all of us. And ever since then, I loved his writing and he was writing books at the time as well. And um, I approached him to write some lyrics and we went down and again, we worked well and wrote quick and he had knew what, you know, he wanted to write some heavy shit and, you know, and it's been um, it's like me and you, we sit down in a day when we're going to sit down. We don't, you're not going home until we have the song. No, well, that's it. That's, you know what I, mean? I tell you that <laughs> we're going to write this. You know, we're going to write this song. And that's the, and way, that's the way, that's the way you should do it. We go to Dell's. I, I drive down and i spend the night. So I'm here one day, three songs sometimes in a day. And we just go out and sometimes it all doesn't make it, but we'll write it. Exactly. You know, um, I mean, I'm good for like four or five and maybe one or two will make it on there. It's just fun. <laughs> I totally know that though. To me, it's the challenge, and 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 the and the opportunity to get to do it. You know what I mean? And to see what we could come up with. Yeah. Because again, we came up with something completely different than Alex came up with that ended up on the the record. But if this COVID thing goes, I may come to your house and sing it. We can <laughs> release that as this is what well, Zet wrote to this. It'll, that demo comes. I have it on. I still have. You what do. We do. Yeah. You do. Okay. I have the demo thing, but we could do it better. But yeah, exactly. I have that little scratch stuff yeah. that we did. You know, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. You know, yeah, because a lot of the people, I don't know if you remember, because well, less than a year ago, that we were putting stuff on social media, pictures of me at your house, and that's what we do, and that's how we do it. We get there and do it now. Um, how many did Dell get on this record? How many did did it finally end up with uh, Dell? Dell wrote probably shoot a majority of the songs with me. So he he's this on this record more than the past few. Yeah, records Alex then. wrote one song on his own, and I collaborated on one of his songs. So two of the songs Alex wrote, and then you wrote one, and then me and Dell wrote the rest. Wow. Yeah. Eric maybe had a bit of something, a little bit of it, but... So Eric know. has no lyrical credit on this record? Not really, a little bit, really? but not really, no. Which is interesting because he, you know, Eric writes his lyrics, his lyrics, you know? Yeah, but he was focused on the music, which That's is good. good. And I... I well, it tells. You know, I put the time in and we just did our homework. And when it came time to get together, we were all knew what we were going to do, you know? It <laughs> seemed like it on this record, it seemed like... Alex was in on it very early as well too, because like the again the song that we first collaborated on, which changed Symptoms lyrically, ended up being yeah. that was uh, 
that was all the chaos yeah, all the chaos <laughs> all the violence yeah and that was uh alex's song yeah. so it's like eric writes 60 to 70 percent of the music at this point now chuck or well i mean it, we're it's open to whoever can write it that's the name on this we're, record we're, how did that end up mostly eric uh, alex he contributed you know probably four or five could be songs two of them made it and you know anything uh, you keep for I don't, Titans I don't of Creation know. 2 or you, what's you next? Or? We don't know. I mean... Did you keep one from Brotherhood of the Snake for no, this? You no. did not. We never do that. Eric never keeps stuff because then it's kind of already dated uh -huh. like that. That's, we did that. All our records kind of different uh -huh. so in a you sense. Don't, so you know, there's nothing from the last thing that you brought up on this one. No, uh -huh. he, never, he never does that. I mean, he, he'll save that and he'll pull up, save that riff for Dragonlord or something. You know? uh -huh. He likes to read. But he doesn't you know? do much of that anymore, really, has no. he? Because he's been so busy with Testament. And no which time is for great. that. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Keeps you guys busy. Yeah, and I think it keeps him focused on this and what he's doing now. And, you know, if he can just stay on this path and just keep writing, doing what he does, you know. So now what happens? Now we have a record. We had so much touring we were going to do, and it just got shut off. Yeah. Um, I guess press is obviously what you're going to keep doing. I've been to keep doing the a lot of press. Going. That's but, good. You know, we're thinking of things because, of course, we put this out during a time when it's tough to get out there physically So and to go promote it. So I know I would like to do some more stuff involving this in a way – video wise maybe more performing of this live and uh just different things you know um especially you think that it'll get to a point where because they may not let us have concerts for a while you won't get to play as much on this record as you thought you might have wanted to and then in by a gradual time start writing another new record because at the point when we get back to finally concerts, could this quite possibly be maybe a year or year and a half old? We don't know right now. Yeah. You know? I mean, who knows where it's going? I mean, this could evolve into a whole new world of online entertainment, creating like you got here. People creating programs, and then why not jam in the other room? You know, it's you know just crazy stuff like that. You know. What about um, what about Testament Live? Uh, like virtual live like you know playing a concert with nobody there or maybe 10 or 15 people that are covid screened and yeah but but there's like things that. like that yeah and but you know just people are already starting to think that way i know talk to alex soundwave they're already trying to set up to do uh shows there and yes we we know this he's got Actually, the little sound Mordred's, stage Mordred is uh gonna be there oh yeah, that. yeah. Uh, well see there you he's, go our producer is in on that, so... Um, well, there you go. So things like that, and, you know, who knows? If you think, you know, yeah. Testament's going to play live at Al's, 15 bucks a piece, something like that, you do, and who know, who's not to know that's not what it's going to go to because they're still going to want to see live music, you know? Seven yeah, I mean, we'll just see how it plays out. I mean, you, you know, you want to do the right thing. You want to do it. I mean, I think we wouldn't do that right now that's why i think everybody's kind of doing that right now so i'm thinking in the sense of how do i get back to promote this thing right get back out there and play to play this thing how do i do that you know so you know those concerts i want to wait till we all could get in the same room where alice can fly or jean can fly up instead of doing it all at home i'd rather do it together 
and make it really cool, some sort of environment, either it be in a studio or be on a set somewhere, I don't know, and jam this record, you know? That would be awesome. And just have that as jam the brand new record, you know, live, you know, and have that as something. So or, play the record in its entirety live. Why not? I Believe me, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. you know, why not? Hey. So... I think people would want to see that. I want to see that. I want to, I'd love to do that. You know what I mean? So things like that. I mean, I, we're just kind of going to bounce ideas and see what everybody else does. I think that's kind of what's going to happen, you know? Everybody's go, oh, that's a smart idea. That's a good idea, you know? Um, well, I, 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 I love the fact that you guys are trying to chomp at the bit and do what you can to get this going. I mean, we are too. Obviously, you know, you know it's time for us. You know, Gary's back and, you know, there's not a lot going on. I think the social distancing has kind of hindered that a little bit because I think everybody, he's got to get into a room with Tom, you know what I mean, to do that. So I think that's going to be, hinder it a little bit, but I know it's definitely in the works. New Exodus album is definitely on the horizon. It's it's the natural progression at this point. Yeah. And so it's, it's what we need to do. And um, you guys have done it. The thing is, is that you have, you've experienced it tenfold. You released a record in the middle of a, I mean, you went on tour, you caught, you caught it. I mean, there's people that have go through, you know, I don't know anybody who even has the disease. I go, I can name seven people that I know <laughs> have fucking got it. All so right. it's, it seems like it's a different world for other people, but um, for us, it's real. It's, it's reality. In a I mean, way. it's a crazy world in the scheme of things. This doesn't really mean a whole hell of a lot. But at the end of the but day... But it does to it. A lot of but people, at the end that's of the all day, they have. I feel good about this, that people are finally going to find it somewhere and hear it and go right on. You know, you I, know? I, I think that we, I think you're, 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 you're underselling that, that this isn't that. This is everything to people right now. They don't have anything. And those of those people, especially the ones in Europe and in South America that live their life by testament and exodus and overkill and metallica and all their bands this is what they live their day-to-day -day lives on they needed this bro they fucking needed this because now what's going to be coming out new you oh, know, know in a while nothing because they can't you know a lot of people are like you're saying a lot of bands are afraid that they're not going to be able to physically buy this you know yeah. so they're or they're going to postpone a lot of or releases exactly or postpone it so so. You know, I heard Amazon's not even taking on new releases right now. So you guys, I guess, made the cut because, yeah. but they're not. It was so, already set up in the queue and we could, so they couldn't if, stop it. If Amazon doesn't get it and stores aren't open, bands would be fools to uh, yeah. release records right now. But so yeah. that's why maybe double well, records next year because there's yeah. going to be so much new material. But, but that's what I feel the faith in the record, though. I, I do know. People are hearing it. It's getting some good press, thank God. And I think uh, once they get their hands on it or hear some of it, you know. No, I, I think I think the attention that it's getting is great because there's. Did you see the video? Video came yeah, out I'm awesome. I mean, <laughs> I know. Didn't you know, it was a lot of fun doing that. You know, that was something different for this. You yeah, know? sure, sure. But I mean, that was cool. Are you gonna do more stuff like that? I want to. I'd like to do more another track of this with like that. I mean, why not? What else are we doing? I, we're not doing anything <laughs> else. Right now. You could do it all in your COVID yeah. mask, just like that. You guys make the testy mask. Everybody's yeah. got testy Oh, mask. we have them now. They, so they just came out. Guy, we did too. We did, out. we did that yeah. too with the full wrap. Uh, it's like this, you know. Oh no, Mars is a full wrap, and you pull up, and it's a piranha face. Oh, it's nice. Exodus, right there. Nice. It's kind of cool. So, 
I guess that's going to be the norm these days. Oh, it is. I already see on TV they're doing designer masks. You know. Well, I had this one all made nice. I mean, you know me, I'm a monster guy, so I'm jacking on one side, Frankenstein. On the other, but right when you were coming up, I'm like, I'm, I'll put this on. I'm not, I don't go to the store and make Vicky do it. I'm like staying away. In fact, I've only really ridden my motorcycle a couple times. I stay home. I'm trying to do what everybody else is doing. I'm trying to follow suit. You know, I don't leave the house. I don't. If I'm asymptomatic and I'm, I don't want to affect anybody. If I don't, yeah, who knows? Uh, we don't leave the house much either anymore. But you know, and and believe me, I get out of the car and I walk twenty feet and I go, oh shit, my mask. <laughs> I got to turn around and go Think back about to the this car. New thing. You know, it's a whole new for everybody. You know, but I definitely want to promote and want people to, especially when you're indoors, outdoors in your car, whatever, rip that thing off. You know, right, right. It's respectful. It's yeah. respectful. So a lot of people wondering, can I get you back in to talk? Well, we didn't do it this time, but we're gonna. We're. I'm gonna bring him back in. We're gonna talk. Dublin Little League. Dublin Little League. Well, your dad <laughs> must. His hat used to bend over because he had what, eighteen pins from every year that your your dad was very proud. We talk baseball. We could soccer, talk rampage soccer. Soccer. We could do a whole thing on Willie Lang. There's we could talk rampage. We could talk a lot of things. But today we wanted to just concentrate on. Um, the tour, the COVID, how it affected him, and obviously this monster. If you have not gotten this album, and I know you guys want to physically get it, order it. Order it from Nuclear Blast. Get these are it yours. In. I brought these for you. you. Oh, <laughs> you can't have these. are mine. Cool. And so um, get this record. It's Testament, Titans of Creation, the post-pandemic release. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you guys get to go on the road. Real soon, huh, Charlie? Well, we're, we're securing like... some stuff for summer next year already. And I know Scott Sokol, your agent, our agent, he's hard at work. He's talking to a lot of um, AEG, Live Nation people. He's really, really tight with them, trying yeah, to sure. you know, get in and get the word and get going. And, you know, he's, he, you know, I feel pretty good in his hands. So I do too. Yeah. Out, out of all the years, it seems like all we, the label's great. They know what they're doing. I love the label. Don't have a problem with them. I love our agent. I love the management so far. Everything's, you know, moving like a machine right yeah, now. For both it. bands, it's great. It's great. And you guys are doing killer. So you guys and you guys, leave me comments, obviously. Share this with them. And uh, we'll get Chuck back in here. We got to talk all that Dublin shit. People want to know about how we grew up and... That sort of thing. I just felt that this was more important. Yeah, yeah. To, to we got more on. time. We'll come back. We'll bring some photos. And yeah, definitely. We'll talk about fuzzy. bullshit about some old days. Ooh, some old flyers. The, some old, you know, the rampage days, <laughs> barn parties. Oh yeah. All you Dublin people know what we're talking about. But everybody else, go ahead and leave me some comments. Obviously, subscribe to the channel, and um, we'll try to bring you this stuff as much as we can through the pandemic. I'll try to keep uh, guests coming in here. I know it hasn't rolled four days a week like we were doing in the past and we were doing you know new new you know new acts and th and viewer comments and things like that we haven't really gone to that too much this year we're, we're trying to keep the social distancing serious so you know i didn't want to have walter come all the way out so all the people that are close to me that i'm having come out we're we're going to try to do that so you guys keep keep viewing and um for myself and chuck billy We'll see you in Zetro's Toxic Vault.
real soon. See you guys.